This is the Reading Instruction Show. I'm your host, Dr. Andy Johnson. Today's topic is academic writing, and these are a series of podcasts based on my book, Academic Writing, Process and Product, published by Roman and Littlefield. Today's topic, or the topic of today's podcast, is the super-secret academic writing process. Now, we are using the term academic writing to include the type of writing you use in colleges, universities, and high school, but as well as technical writing or professional writing used in other settings. So we're using the term academic writing. Don't let that throw you. Academic writing is not an event, but a process that occurs over time. Academic writing is easy as long as you understand and trust the process. So let us start with an overview of academic writing. Academic writing is different in form and function from creative writing. Its purpose is to present information or transmit ideas as efficiently and economically as possible. Academic writing is used to write academic reports, inquiries, research, and essays in academic settings. A variation of this form is also valued in most business and professional settings. Creative writing, on the other hand, is used to tell a story or to evoke an emotional or aesthetic response. Its purpose is to entertain or to inspire. Here, the writer is able to interject his or her insights and emotions all over the page and use words and languages and language like colors on a palette to paint a picture. Academic writing is not like that. It's more formal, uses structure to carry ideas, seldom contains dialogue, and is purposefully objective. Good academic writers take themselves out of the paper to the greatest extent possible and let ideas and data carry their paper. For example, notice the differences. This is not academic writing. As I walked slowly into the Dungey Gymnasium, I couldn't believe my eyes. The gym was packed with wild and crazy students, all shouting their lungs out, cheering on their beloved basketball team. The crazed team seemed to absorb their energy and was playing with grit and determination, giving everything they had to beat the hated visiting rival from Shelbyville. Now notice a description of the same event. The home basketball team played Shelbyville in front of a large crowd of enthusiastic fans. Academic writing? Not academic writing. So let's look at the process. And again, it's not an event that occurs in one setting, but a process that occurs over time. The process is necessarily messy. In the process of academic writing, you need to think plan, struggle, revise, rewrite, and mess about in order to discover exactly what it is you want to say and how you want to say it. This is all part of the process, and each step of this process will be revealed. Step one, research to gather data. You can't write unless you have something to write about or about with which to write. Thus, hence, The first step in the academic writing process is to research to gather data. 
This is usually done by reading critically and taking careful notes. Data can also be collected through interviews, observations, inquiries, or surveys. This will give you the information necessary to write. In academic writing, having a cohesive body of information in front of you makes the process much easier and greatly enhances the quality of your final product. Skipping or minimizing your effort here makes writing much more difficult in all subsequent phases. I tell my students that shortcuts in academic writing eventually end up as long cuts. It takes you longer and more effort. Step two, pre-drafting. Once you've gathered data and taken notes, the next step is to generate ideas and find a basic yet flexible initial structure. Some of these strategies are described here. Now, note there is no one single strategy that's best for every person or every writing situation. I use several myself, so you need to find the one that works best for you. With everything, adopt and adapt. Again, your final structure should come from your data. Thus, reading widely and taking careful notes is a critical first step in academic writing. You can't get to step two, pre-drafting, if you do not fully engage in step one, research to gather data. So a couple strategies for this pre-drafting, pre-drafting strategies, brainstorm and list. Use a yellow legal pad or sheet of notepaper. Start listing ideas as quickly as you can. After you've filled your paper with scratches and messy sentences, then look for patterns and groups. Use these to create very flexible and beginning uh, very flexible beginning structure or an initial outline. Brainstorm and group. First, write your topic at the top of a sheet of paper, then generate and list as many ideas as quickly as you can that are related to your topic without evaluating these ideas. That is, whenever you brainstorm, you should include the silly, far-fetched ideas along with your more pragmatic ones. Ideas that may be considered conceptual outliers serve to stretch the boundaries of your thinking and enable you to think more broadly about your topic. Use single words or short abbreviated phrases to hold each idea. Then look for groups or patterns. Then finally organize the ideas into groups to create sections and paragraphs. And the third pre-drafting idea is simply to talk to someone, talk through your writing project and explain it to a friend or colleague. This helps you organize the ideas in your head and also gets feedback and helps you detect any missing parts and always encourage friends and colleagues to ask questions or add ideas as you explain your topic. All right, step one was research to gather data. Step two was pre-drafting. Step three is the first draft or the sloppy copy. This is your initial attempt to get your ideas on the paper. This first draft becomes an external version of your working memory. It's used to hold all your thoughts and ideas as you generate and organize them 
and as you look for associations and supporting ideas. Now, if you're doing it correctly, the first draft should be a poorly written, unorganized pile of garbage. Only then can you start to pull things away and begin to see some of the good ideas emerging. You have to throw that first blob of clay on the potter's wheel before you begin shaping it. This means you got to get your initial ideas on the page without evaluating them. Strive for quantity versus quality at this stage. Celebrate really bad writing. That is the first step toward really good writing. All right, step four, revision or re-vision means to see again, or in this case, to see again and again and again. Revision is at the heart of the super secret academic writing process. As described above, the first draft is like throwing, a, like a potter throwing a blob of clay on the wheel. Revision is where the potter begins to shape the clay. And remember, a potter does not spin the wheel once or twice and consider the pot to be finished. There's always a great deal of shaping and reshaping. New clay is added, some is taken away. The same applies to academic writing. Expect to revise your academic writing a minimum of four times, but usually 10 to 15 or more times. In the revision step, you should not worry about spelling or punctuation. Instead, try to find the logical organization and listen to see if your sentences and paragraphs make sense. You'll be editing in step five, which is step five, editing. Editing is the fifth step where you run your writing through a spell check program and concentrate on correct grammar, punctuation, word usage, usage, and citations. Now, everybody needs an editor. Thus, it's helpful at this stage to have others read your work in order to look for errors in grammar, punctuation, and word choice, but also to provide feedback. The feedback you get from others will give you a sense of how the ideas are playing inside the reader's head. And this feedback also enables you to identify those parts of your paper that may be unclear or confusing. Step five may send you back to an earlier step. Very rarely will you move through the steps in an orderly fashion. It's common to repeat some of the steps several times. And step number six is sharing or publishing. So the last step is to share your writing with the world. The six steps, number one, research to gather data. Number two, pre-drafting. Number three, first draft. Number four, revise. Number five, editing. And number six, sharing. Now, the last thing before we go, how to avoid writer's block. Very common. Sometimes when attempting to write words and ideas just don't come. And it seems like the harder you try, the fewer words and ideas actually appear on the page, commonly known as writer's block. This often means that you're trying to get it just right the first time. That means you're trying to generate ideas and edit ideas at the same time. 
you're trying to do steps two and three simultaneously. Don't do that. Writing involves two opposite mental operations, generating and evaluating. Your brain needs to generate in order to get an abundance of words and ideas with which to write, but it also needs to evaluate in order to shape and throw out some of the words and ideas and to reshape and revise others. Your brain does not do both of these operations well if they're doing them simultaneously. Individually, they, it, your brain does it well. So if you find yourself in a state of writer's block, do not panic. Getting stuck is common. And I'll share some ideas to get you unstuck and get the words and ideas flowing again in a subsequent podcast. Again, last word, academic writing is easy. However, this does not mean that it is quick.